This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Old Trailblazer broadcast, the Old Trailblazer coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners at this time. We're bringing you a study, have been for quite a few days now on the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible. We are attempting to point out errors and omissions and, and perversions there and to uh, open your eyes that you might see the different people say, well, what is a Bible? They're all just alike. Well, no, they're not all just alike, my friend. And Satan and his emissaries have attempted all through the years, down through the years, have uh, attempted to do away with much of the old-fashioned, old-time King James authorized version Bible. And we have a little pamphlet I put together here that I've uh, offered to you a couple of times. I call it Notes on Bible Versions. We picked out several of the fairly new modern translations, and we're comparing those with the old uh, King James Version Bible. And we've gotten quite a response. Folks are wanting to know. They said, you know, I didn't know it was any difference in the Bible. They didn't know it was any difference in the New King James and the Old King James. No. But listen, in the New King James we see there uh, addresses God as you. Listen now. In Colossians 1.14, it omits through his blood. That's the New King James Version. We don't sell it either. John 3.15 notes, New, new omits not perish. In the New King James Version, it in uh, John 3, 5, 16, it omits not perish. John 6, 47, it omits in me. Revelation 1, 8, it omits uh, beginning, in the beginning and the ending. So those are just a little sample, my, fr my friend, it does. And uh, there's so much more that I could tell you about those things, but I wish you'd write me. I'll be glad to send you this little pamphlet and if you would, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. In our last study, we were coming down to the close there of the study on the compound names of, of Jehovah. And we had looked at, I believe there's 10 different names. And I won't go back and name them all, but I can name two or three of them. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Ropika, which means the Lord that healeth. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of our peace. Jehovah Tekinu, uh, the Lord of our righteousness. And that's in Jeremiah 23, 6. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is here. Jehovah Ra, the Lord is my shepherd. And then we're just looking at those and uh, come down to the end of them. And we saw there in our last, in our last study, we came down to about speaking about the good shepherd. And uh, the Lord says that he will lead his sheep gently. No mother can lead a child more gently than the great shepherd can lead his own children. I'd rather cast myself upon him to be led by him, my friend. 
I'd rather fall into his arms and rest upon his bosom. He is my all in all. Do you know him as your good shepherd at this time? The old trailblazer is interested in souls. That's all, that's all I am interested in, my friend, is whether you know the Lord or not. I, I don't. I have no axe to grind with anybody. No, my heart goes out to folks who are deceived and who are who are misguided. But my friend, I'm asking you, does the Lord lead you day by day? Does he feed you? We often make the statement here that we live from God's hand to our mouth. We really do, my friend. But as we come to the close of these studies on the compound titles of Jehovah, yes, there was ten of them. Do you see uh, what the modernists have tried to do? When they make light of the name Jehovah and say it's a name that came out of superstition and was slipped into our Bible by mistake, by mistake, they said, they literally ruined, they literally mutilated, they literally cut to pieces everything that is worthwhile in our Bible when they eliminated altogether the name Jehovah. They regulated it to the scrap heap of, super, of, of superstition. And I'm throwing everything I have into the breach for every individual who's listening to me at this time. The old trailblazer. The Bible is the word of God, whether you believe it or not. And I've gone back now and put together Pastor Shelton's booklets uh, on uh, the Antichrist Bible. That the material that I've been using to glean from and to quote from. And I have that now uh, back in, in print. I've gone back and had copies made of all of the old pages that was put together many years ago. It's a 110-page booklet, a letter size that we use it. Back then it was mimeograph. Now we use it and we have copies made of it. And I'll be glad to send that to you. But if you would, if you'd like to have it in print, it's the Antichrist Bible. You just write me here at the Old Trailblazer's office. Mailing address is the Old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And it's a direct quotations Pastor Shelton put together many years ago. He was a learned man. He he was a gracious man. and uh, But he was refuting error like, like the Old Trailblazer does. Now, only I'm not near as... Uh, intelligent as he was not near as able to do as he was but listen my friend i want to i want to mention something folks tell me say well what business is it of yours to go back and and uh, attempt to refute or what business is it yours to shed the light on those things i want to tell you you and i you and i live in a in a in a in a crucial time my friend we're gone. We're gone unless the great physician rushes in and takes over. In Matthew 28, 18, we have the great commission recorded by Matthew that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to his disciples. Now, my friend, ever called, ever saved individual, ever pastor, ever deacon, ever layman who knows the Lord, ever individual, ever, ever poor prayer warner, if you know the Lord, you are a disciple. You are a disciple of God. And listen to me. Now, this is the, the commission that the Lord gave. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Now, he's speaking of himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. I am with you always. Then we turn to Luke 24, 46. We find the great commission and the message that the disciples were to preach. Now, I wish you would listen. This is not my word. This is God's word. 
Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in the name in his name among all nations. Here we find God's message to a lost world. Repentance and remission of sin. I know a few folks who print, who preach repentance, my friend, but oh, let's don't stop there. The old trailblazer in his pulpit, we preach repentance. The scripture says, except ye repent. But the, the scripture here says uh, that we are to preach repentance and remission of sin. Now let's turn to Acts 26, 16. We have so many folks who run to, to the book of Acts. That's all they study. And you'll find here the great commission given to Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles. The Lord Jesus Christ said to him, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles and unto whom now I send thee. Listen, friend, get it. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Now, this commission was given to the Apostle Paul. It harmonizes with the commission as given to the other disciples. Matthew records the scope of the commission. Go ye into all the world. Luke records the message of the commission. Preach repentance and remission of sin to all the world. To Paul, he gave the manner in which the commission is to be carried out. First, to open the eyes of the sinners. We here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast, we preach and teach and labor and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to come into our midst, to come into your home there, into your car, into your 18-wheeler, and that the Holy Spirit would deal with your heart. And what is that dealing? To open your eyes. Open your eyes to see that you are totally depraved as the Scriptures say you are. The Scripture says there's none righteous. No, not one. There's none righteous. No, not one. We're going to look at that in our next study. We're going to take a time out from this, this study and let you see that man must be awakened. Man must be shown. And how does that take place? The commission, the Lord has commissioned uh, his pastors, one here and one there. Now, now listen, you have all summed up in the scope, the message, and the manner of the Great Commission. There can be no compromise if sinners are going to be saved. No, brother, you can't. You can't compromise. You just can't compromise. I can't compromise. I can die, but I can't compromise. We see here a com comprehensive statement of man's condition. When a messenger of God goes forth with the gospel, as the old trailblazer does, we need to know and definitely understand and realize what we're up against. Oh, we must know the enemy, my friend. We must know the enemy. When our great old generals in the war, they have scouts and they, they, uh, surveillance, and they plot out and they find out where their enemy is. How can you preach if you don't know the, who the enemy is? But Christ said, listen, he said, uh, we need to know and understand and realize what we're up against and the condition of man to whom we're preaching. He says here, to open their eyes. That's the first thing, to open their eyes. You know, that's the trouble with the average preacher today. He doesn't understand the totally depraved condition of a man to whom he's preaching. Now, my friend, I know that personally. 
I've been there, and I see and I hear that. If the work of the gospel is to open the eyes of the sinner, then the first thing we're to preach is to awaken sinners. Our preaching is designed here by the old trailblazer. Oftentimes I want to make apologies for my messages sometimes because I preach a warning message. I ask my congregation, are you saved? Are you ready to go out and meet the Lord? Listen now, I ask my congregation that on a daily basis, on a regular basis. And I, I don't, I, I've never been threatened to be run off from here. I know that it sets, sets, uh, don't set too good with some folks. I have folks write me from out in Radio Land. They say, old, old trailblazer, get her life. Get her life and preach John 3.16. Well, I do. I do preach John 16. I also preach John 3.17 and 3.18 and 3.19. If you go there and read them, you won't be, such a, you won't be so uninformed. But listen, folks. I know my time runs out so quickly when I get riled up a little bit and my, because of souls going out into eternity. I do. I see folks going out. I conduct funerals all over this nation, up and down this coast. Folks who have once attended services here and uh, uh, living under a cloak of sin, and I, I go there and conduct their funerals. I don't preach to the dead. I don't speak to the dead. I never mention the name of the person that's in the coffin in front of me. I speak to you. And if you if you you die and want me to preach your funeral, you just let me know, and I won't be I won't be preaching you into heaven, as folks say. Oh no, ma'am, I have to know. I have to know. I have to be well informed that you're going to be with the Lord by the evidence. What is that evidence? A new heart, a new heart, a new spirit, a new 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 tongue. Is you still are you still got the same old tongue you always had? If you have, you're not saved. If you've got a whispering tongue, you're not saved. If you've got a lying tongue, you're not saved. You're robbing God, you're not saved. You say, well, old trailblazer, you're just too dogmatic. Well, the Bible's dogmatic. It says the soul that sinneth it shall die. And it says it's appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. But I wish you'd sit down and write me. Tell me that you're praying for me. Tell me what station you're hearing the old trailblazer over. And if you would, write me and help me with the broadcast. Go out in the backyard and get that old coffee can out there somewhere and give me send you a hundred dollars to me before the termites get to it. Or and uh, would you do that? Pray for me. Remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box eighteen ten, Walker, Louisiana seven zero seven eight five. And I'll be looking for a letter just from you. I'll be looking for a letter just from you. Goodbye and God bless you.